I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 98 O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have given him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. And all the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre and with the lyre and the sound of melody. With the trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills sing together for joy. At the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the earth with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Daniel chapter 3 verses 1 through 18. The king Nebuchadnezzar made a golden statue whose height was 60 cubits and whose width was 6 cubits. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sent for the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to assemble and come to the dedication of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, and the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces assembled for the dedication of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. When they were standing before the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had set up, the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble, you are to fall down and worship the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. Therefore, as soon as the peoples heard the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire music ensemble, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Accordingly, at this time, Chaldeans came down and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble shall fall down and worship the golden statue. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the, over the affairs of the provinces of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These pay no heed to you, O king. They do not serve your gods and they do not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought in. So they brought those men before the king. 
Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, and that you do not worship the golden statue I have set up? Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble, to fall down and worship the statue that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. And who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to present a defense to, uh, to you in this matter. If our God whom we serve is, better, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and out of your hand, O king, let him deliver us. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we, that we will not serve your gods, and we will not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 10. After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was made bright with his splendor. He called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. It has become a dwelling place of demons, a haunt of every foul spirit, a haunt of every foul bird, a haunt of every foul and hateful beast. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxury. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you do not take part in her sins, and so that you do not share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as heaven, and God has remembered her inequities. Render to her as she herself has rendered, and repay her double for her deeds. Makes a double draft for her in the cup she mixed. As she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, so give her a like measure of torment and grief. Since in her heart she says, I rule as a queen, I am no widow, and I will never see grief. Therefore her plagues will come in a single day. Pestilence and mourning and famine, and she will be burned with fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. And the kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they see the smoke of her burning. They will stand far off in fear of her torment and say, Alas, alas, the great city, Babylon, the mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. Good morning and welcome to the 21st Monday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 98, Daniel 3, and Revelation 18 and 19. The um, readings are fairly long, so I'll keep it brief. I also have to apologize for missing Friday's um, uh, first formation. Um, but this morning's readings are uh, intended to be a sharp contrast. Um, the golden image and the 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 setup to uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being burned in the furnace um, and miraculously saved is um, is our reading from from Daniel, um, and then the New Testament reading from Revelation is very clear um, that the very place uh, where this is happening, uh, Nebuchadnezzar is king of Babylon, and. Uh, in the in John's revelation, that same place is used over and over again. 
as this kind of narrative device to show everything that's wrong with the world. And in chapter 18, closer toward the end of the book of Revelation, um, we find that Babylon the Great has fallen and it's become this dwelling place of demons and foul spirits and foul birds and hateful beasts. And the faithful are called out of her um, so that they aren't um, taken up um, along with the people of Babylon for all their sins. So they don't have to suffer through plagues and everything else. Um, and so it's this reminder, um, you know, this, uh, sometimes I talk about, uh, you know, the story, uh, story takes you from A through Z, not just straight from A to Z. And this is much more of a, an A to Z um, where we don't get any of the middle. We just see kind of this, the problem, and then a sharp contrast with how that problem is resolved. Um, in the end, Babylon will fall. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego don't know that. Um, they they act in faith knowing that um, they, they admit that, you know, even if God doesn't... Um, save us from the fire, we still won't bow down to your gods. Um, They know there's something wrong with worshiping false gods, and they won't do it. Um, And they don't even seem all that interested in, like, proving to Nebuchadnezzar that their god is more powerful than than his. Um, They just say, look, we don't care. We're not going to do it. Um, And they're open to the fact that God may not save them. Um, And so he's you know, to go from that to seeing God ultimately destroying Babylon and making it a place of just utter desolation um, is, you know, this clue for us. Um, you know, uh, the, when they, when they, you know, were told to worship this golden statue um, and they refused to, um, it was, you know, essentially a suicide mission. Um, their mission is to worship God and God only. And um, sometimes doing that is, is a, you know, a death sentence. You have to be prepared for um, our faith to cost us everything. Um, and it might be something as simple as playing this little game that you know, tells everyone you don't believe in God. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of trivial to do it. You know, the martyr stories are filled with these um, compromises that are downplayed. This, the story of Maximilian of Tibessa is a perfect example. He's told by the recruiter, look, everybody loves this life. Just do it. It doesn't matter what you believe. Just, you know, just do it and everyone will be fine. And Maximilian says no, and he's beheaded for refusing to be recruited. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego similarly um, they refuse, um, and they refuse knowing that they could be put to death, knowing that uh, for them, faith was and is a suicide mission, um, that sometimes the, um, the short-term loss that you suffer um, is outweighed by the long-term gain, that you know, if, if you are selfless and you are committed, that you realize that your death 
may actually have meaning, even though it may appear to everyone else that it doesn't, that um, some things are worth dying for. The greater mission of, of God, um, of, of being a, uh, a member of the body of Christ, is worth losing your life because of what the body of Christ can accomplish through your death and, and despite all the evil and um, you know, foul spirits and beasts and everything else that, that prevail in this world. Um, as I said, I wanted to keep it short because the reading was long and I want to once again apologize for missing Friday. It was just kind of a fluke, um, but hopefully that won't keep happening. Um, I also uh, hope to have good news soon about some projects that are um, in the works. Um, and I appreciate all my, my listeners and hope you will send me your, your prayer requests if you have them. Um, and I look forward to continuing on this uh, journey of, of faithful prayer with all of you. A prayer for the mission of the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 